Welcome to WTF, What the Frequency, a podcast that drops the 5D downloads for the current cosmic conditions. Every two weeks, I share with you the frequencies emanating from the cosmos and how to powerfully align with them in your everyday life. Now, I am your host, Shannon Marie McMurray, your Galactic Girl Scout guide to the cosmos. Ah, it's time of the full moon once again. I am very excited to bring you this episode of the current cosmic conditions for the 2020 version of the full moon in Libra, known as the artist moon. As we gaze into the mirror of the Libra moon, we can receive the downloads during the zenith point of the current lunar cycle in Aries. This full moon continues the motion of the five supermoon sequence. That means that the moon is closer to the earth and increases its gravitational pull. You will feel this heightened magnetic force field in your emotional body. Use it to clear and cleanse your body, mind, spirit, energy. The full moon is the time when the moon moves into an octave or opposition to the sun going about 180 degrees around in orbit, the moon receives the fullness of the sun's light upon its surface. The full moon brings everything out of the internal darkness to be seen in the external light of day. The full moon is opposite the airy sun, and together they create the frequency known as the artist moon. The full moon in Libra is called the artist moon and beckons you to create. This is the theme song for this full moon week, as well as what you're bringing in to 2020. Because remember that Aries lunar cycle started the Aries zodiac year of 2020. The energy of the lovers arcana meets up in Libra to quicken and dance with the ecstatic union to create beauty in all its myriad forms. This is the impulse to pick up your brush, move your feet right into the early morning hours. Open that door of your heart to let the muse in. Every child is born an artist. It's only the voices of others that begin to diminish one's light. It's an old, old program to turn off the divine right to create. Turn that light back on with this Libra artist full moon. Surround yourself with beauty. What do you find so beautiful that you are completely mesmerized? Don't look to others to validate or affirm what catches your eye, for the beauty is in the eye of the beholder. Truly honor what you find beautiful, pleasing, enjoyable, and that feeling like, oh my gosh, I cannot live without this. That's the vibration you want to hold very dear to your heart. The full moon week is your time to dance in all that you find exquisite. Beautify your surroundings. Pick up garbage in your neighborhood. Pull some weeds and till the soil and plant some wildflowers. Ask Mother Nature what would create a forest of food for your local pollinators, your honeybees, your birds, and your butterflies. Be a creator that creates. Remove that phrase, shelter in place, and replace it with artist in residence. 
grab your paints, your kids' crayons, <laughs> chalk, and let your creative inner child be free. Now is the time to grab your natal chart. Where do you find and where do you hold this artist energy in your natal chart? What you want to do is find that Libra ruled house in your chart, as well as the seventh house. What sign rules your seventh house? And don't forget, Libra's ruler is Venus. Definitely find where is your natal Venus in your chart. Venus begins to flow in Gemini now and is preparing to go retrograde soon in May. Now, you might find this very interesting, but Venus usually spends a little bit less than a month in each sign, but we're having a Venus retrograde this year. And so Venus will be spending about four months in Gemini. And Gemini rules the mind, the hands, thoughts, words, and deeds. And so we are getting an amazing opportunity to rebirth and love our inner child artist free. Now, during this lunar week of the full moon, Venus and Mars are dancing at such a high tempo in the cosmos. They are paired with the asteroid Vesta and the planet Saturn, all dancing in the air elements. This is the time of relationships and your soul-inspired future. As I looked into the divine mirror of the full moon's chart, a really interesting story began to unfold before my eyes. And how these stories are told to me are through the degree signs and the symbols. Venus and Mars drew the lover's card. Vesta drew the high priestess. Saturn drew the magician. When I first looked at Saturn as he appeared as the magician, I was a little bit taken aback. I was kind of surprised for I, I cast Saturn as the emperor, right? He reminds me of the old king. But Saturn whispered back. He said in my ear to take a second look and come closer, deeper, and return to a time when there were only seven luminaries that crossed the cosmos for humanity to see. Aha, Saturn in Aquarius, the ancient ruler and one of the seven ancient wanderers that humanity witnessed long ago. Coupled with Mars and dancing with Vesta and Venus, it was easy to see the magician appear right before my eyes. Now get this. In this ancient state, I transcended timelines to find myself in the days of Atlantis, the last golden age when the procession of the equinox crossed the constellation of Leo. As we venture towards the age of Aquarius, it is the next golden age. And for my astrology buffs out there, you know Leo and Aquarius are in octave. They are dancing partners. But before we can truly experience this next golden age, the age of Aquarius, we first have to reconnect to the karmic residues of the past and clear them and rectify them. There is karma left over from the fall of Atlantis. So what we are witnessing in the modern age of AI, artificial intelligence, cloning, gen genetic modifications, space technology, really is the return of Atlantis. Isn't that fascinating? But things went wrong in Atlantis and led to its sinking beneath the waves. In the last 150 years, the industrial age, the time of Atlantis, 
has been reborn in such a short amount of time? What have we learned as a society, a culture, and a human race in the last 150 years of the industrial age? Remember this saying, know your history or be doomed to repeat it. So here we are again. Many channelers have received that there are souls alive today that were alive during the time of Atlantis. Are you one of them? (laughs) Are those souls here to learn, repeat, or repent? The folly of Atlantis was manifold, but what stands out most to me is that desire to create or be like God. This idea alone, to me, is a symptom of a separation of the true divine self. This version emanates from mind energy, cut off from heart energy. And that wants to know what God is. And when you're connected to your heart, you know that God is already within you and with all things, great and small. In fact, there is no you at the higher dimensions of existence, for we all become one all into the flow of the teachings of Pisces, oneness. So the Libra full moon and the airy sun, along with Vesta and Saturn, are gifting us with knowledge, ways to learn and grow from the shadow vibrations of the fall of Atlantis. Now, I go into much more detail in the full moon blog post, so make sure you take a look over at LunarLadies.com and read the full moon blog post. The super full moon frequency is also giving you this opportunity to see how you can clear Atlantean karma. Look to your Aries and Libra ruled houses to start in your chart. Planetary activity will give you the clues. I use the symbols for the degrees to spark memories that sit deeper in my unconscious vaults of time. This would be a fabulous and great time to see how you are operating in this field in 2020. Get a reading with me to find this out. I can help you discover your connections and how to recalibrate your vibration to contribute to the greater good of humanity. This is how we bring forth the golden age. And this is a great time for you to see how you can mentor with others by mentoring first with yourself. This is where I can come in to help you and you can mentor with me so that I can guide you through this brave new world of 2020. Let's explore the themes being offered by the full moon and the sun at this time. What I want you to do is pay special attention to what you are feeling and any sensations in your body. This is communication from your body that energy is stored there. This energy are memories from other lifetimes, as well as things that may have happened early in life this go around. What I like to do is keep a journal to record what I am feeling, especially when I'm experiencing sensations or body tingling or communication while I'm having a reading, having a healing, or doing spiritual research. Our bodies are living libraries of information. You can access your ancestral library of earthly experiences too. You can go into your body's ancestral library and access skills, gifts, talents, things that your ancestors had discovered and gifted to you through the genetic timelines. So let's get into the flow and the feeling of the full moon in Libra and the airy sun themes. 
The full moon themes are the feminine. So here we have Libra energy being ruled by Venus, how we give love and how we receive love. It's the artist moon. So it's about creativity. So the first theme song we're going to feel into is creative expression and your authenticity. This is about creative movement, dissolving and freeing the pained body. So you are being guided, invited, asked to dance, to move, to create, and to feel where energy might be stuck. And that's your pain body that's asking for art, music, life, soul, to free it from these old eons of time of suffering, from the lack of creative expression and from the lack of authenticity. Venus is here to help you dance with uncertainty. Can you dance with uncertainty or do you freeze, go into your pain body, feel fear? From the higher perspective of soul, when meeting uncertainty, the soul thrives. The soul has no desire to know what's going to happen. The soul is free to experience what is happening in the now and to create in the now. So move into your Venus vibration to be able to dance with uncertainty. The next themes are new ways to communicate. You can communicate through art, expressions of what is important to you, what has value. You can communicate through dance, through words, through song, through vibration, through drawing or creating doodles. It's up to you. Just make sure it comes from your heart out through your hands and moving of your body. Now, here's a really interesting thought, and it's something that we're seeing in around the world as a response to our current global conditions. To me, voices are originally designed, their pure essence is for singing, not talking. <laughs> when we talk, we are, it's a secondary response to the intrinsic nature of our voices. Our voices are designed to sing. And when we sing, we breathe, we expand our diaphragm, we open up our rib cage, we sing from our bellies, we sing from our hearts. And so what we're doing is strengthening the power of our lungs and our body to move with the sounds that our bodies can make in the most beautiful melodic ways. So this is a new form of communication when you understand the power of your voice when channeling it through song, chanting, singing spiritual words. What has meaning to you? Try to sing more this week than talk. Another form of communication coming back online as we move into the golden age is telepathy. Telepathy is the true essence of communication where it's a mind to mind. So again, we're not using our vocal cords to talk. We're using our vocal cords to sing, and we're using our minds to telepathically communicate to each other, where you could be on one side of the world, and I could be on the other side, and we can have a telepathic communication as long as we just redevelop that skill. It's one of our clairs. It's one of our six senses that we've conveniently over time forgotten that we can do. So practice telepathy with your children, close friends, and start out with something small, like I'm gonna think about this image and you just take a guess. What is it that I'm seeing in my mind? And you could have lots of fun playing with the power of telepathy. 
The next theme for the full moon is please, this is the most important one, stay attuned to fun. Fun is a frequency that lifts your vibration. So change what you are doing to sustain your frequency of fun, because here we are in the midst of uncertainty, we're programmed to go to move towards fear. But what can move us from fear is love. And how do we get to love is by finding what we enjoy, what we value. And that's why we're home with our families so that we can remember how to have fun. We can make things up. The simple pleasures in life will, be, will become more meaningful us day by day. And what happens with fun is fun dissolves the meaningless of life, the dreariness, the dread, the monotony, the boredom, the uncertainty. So make sure you have a menu of fun things you can do that you enjoy, the people around you find fun, and remember to laugh. Laughter is medicine. So moving on to the airy sun, this is the divine masculine theme songs for this week. Now the divine, the yang, the sun energy says, enjoy the renewal energy around you. Change is good. Remember that. Make it your mantra. Change is good. Change is not something to be feared, but change is exciting, fun, and it renews the energy around you. It keeps you fresh and new to make do with whatever you have. That's the next theme. Be fresh, be new, and make do with what's around you. Keep it simple, have fun, and do whatever you can to feel fresh on a daily basis, whether that's making sure you take a shower every day, change your clothes, change the house around, decorate, freshen things up, clean. It's very good to be fresh so that you can make things new in your life. This is part of creativity energy that you can reconnect to that's going to empower the way you live your life. The next theme song from the airy sun is beautify everything around you. This is really important and will merge you with the frequency of Libra and Aries at this time. Open your mind to connect to a greater reality beyond what you know, because what we know are the limitations of the old 3D world that is falling apart and dismantling. So how you can quicken that vibration is to open your mind to connect to a greater reality and let the sun help you. Go outside, get your vitamin D, stretch your cervical spine by looking up to the sun. You can raise your arms up to the sun and say thank you and feel the warmth upon your face. The next theme is break down those structures of old thought forms. They're part of that old 3D world that's limited, falling apart, and wants you to keep you in a state of fear. Break down those structures one by one, one thought by the next thought, and move that yourself into a new and refreshed state, opening your mind to greater possibilities, greater realities. This is how you do it with purified, young, masculine energy. The sun reminds you that old cycles can re be recreated into new forms for the future today. So you're creating the future today by breaking down these old cycles. And finally, learn to love the cycles of life. And guess what, folks? This includes the death and dying part of life. Be thankful today for all that you have, for all that's come to be, for all that's passed away. Call upon your ancestors, the people in your life who have already crossed over the rainbow bridge 
Ask them to come be with you at this time, especially as the worlds are shifting and changing. Our ancestors, our relatives who are on the other side can do so much for us. And all we need to do is ask, ask for their presence, ask for their signs, ask them to be with us, to give us courage, to give us faith, to fill our hearts with love instead of fear. So those are the theme songs from the full moon in Libra and the Aries sun. So I'm going to end this first segment with Elias Longsdale in his book, Inside Degrees. He always gives us a wonderful understanding of the energy and frequency of our lunar phases. And so he brings the beauty and the power of this young masculine energy. And at Libra, 18 degrees for the full moon, who appears but young boys picking and eating cherries off a tree. Now, doesn't that right there alone just make you smile? (laughs) And so this symbol brings to you this message, humoring the little self, playing along with it, encouraging it to do its worst, like, come on, (laughs) humorously looking on from a great distance and letting everything go by the paradoxical strategy of giving the little one free reign and by not opposing their pulling through the dramas of the personal. Generous permission is granted for every current and subcurrent to have a field day, the more the merrier. But even in the midst of piling it on, the fun is going out of being a young fool. I love it. So here the fool shows up in our tarot party. For the one way to call the bluff of every errant impulse is to give it such a wild, open territory that it runs into itself everywhere and discovers stunningly that all games of hide and seek pale before the real thing of showing up in the world and really letting go into the power and the glory of the life impulse, liberated and enjoyed as the free play of the divine with nothing to be ashamed of and no need to hide ever again. Isn't that so beautiful? I just love it. I love Elias Lonsdale's interpretation of this vibration in uh, the 18 degree vibration of the Libra full moon. So go get yourself some cherries, pick them off a tree, enjoy what's coming as the fruits of summer start to get planted in the springtime vibration. Let yourself be carefree, liberated, let yourself be wild and have fun. And remember, it's about creativity now and tuning into the power of love. This episode of WTF, What the Frequency, is sponsored by Shen Sounds. Shen Sounds is an online sound healing practitioner course to learn how to use sound healing and tuning forks for vibrational wellness. Now is the time to bring more harmony into your life and onto the planet. Learn a new skill and start a new business with our friends at Shen Sounds. There's a link to the Sound Healing Practitioner course in the show notes. And like Shen Sound says, may the forks be with you. This episode's listener's question comes to us from the Lunar Ladies Lifestyle Public Facebook group. Dear Shannon, what the hell? The world is upside down. What can I do to maintain my sanity? Well, 
This is a question on everybody's mind. And thank you, dear listener, for this question. We are in brave new times, that's for sure. There most likely is no going back to a quote-unquote normal. This is one of the most powerful times to create and become the creator that you've always been. I want you to realize that each human being is more powerful beyond measures, especially when you read the words of Marianne Williamson. This is your time to find your fire. Who are you and why are you here? This is your sole purpose time. And it's really an opportune time to make sure you get with me so that I can do your sole purpose series. Because this is when you're supposed to light yourself on creative fire and join together with others to create this new world. What you're going to do is find this energy within and then generate it like a frequency that draws others to you that are like-minded and like-hearted. This is your soul tribe. These are the people that I like to call birds of a feather flock together. So to understand what is happening in our world today, let's place it in the context of what big cycles are currently happening. First, let's start with the natal chart of the USA as a backdrop to see the bigger pictures and these cycles. Let's go furthest out to start with, and that's with Pluto. In the USA, we are experiencing what is known as the return of Pluto to its natal position where it was in 1776. So the Pluto return is roughly a 250-year cycle. So we are in this 250-year cycle as a collective country, as well as America's effect across the world. Now, Pluto was discovered in 1930, and it's really important as we look at the cycles of the outer planets to be mindful when they began to be discovered and what their discovery coincides with as a global event. So Pluto was discovered in 1930, and this was the energetic that was part of the stock market crash and Black Tuesday on October 29th, 1929. So just take that awareness, that knowledge, because knowledge is power, into your heart and soul and go, wow, how am I seeing this energy of a stock market crash, a Black Tuesday event today? And we can feel this energy in looking at our stock market today, looking at this energy of recession that has been coming for a while and this financial crisis vibration that's going out. And so we also have these other agendas coming through that say, wow, maybe we have to go to a digital currency, right? So you want to be very mindful and question everything. Do not take mainstream media's voice um, as the only voice of authority. Do your research, do your homework, talk to people, ask, is there another way? Are there other options? Are there other alternatives? What is going on behind this cycle? Because here we have Pluto, where Pluto represents the soul. It's coming back to the soul of the United States that was founded in 1776. So this is really the United States government's chart, not the first people indigenous uh, tribes of North America. So this U.S. government is having a soul 
purpose finding, <laughs> right? Because Pluto comes back and goes, oh, do you need me to blow anything up so that you could have a soul awakening here? So we want to look at the way these structures that have been in place, especially around the financial piece, because of what happened when Pluto was discovered in 1930, which was linking itself to the stock market crash of that era and how we are beginning to see the repeating of that. Because remember that saying, if you don't know your history, you're doomed to repeat it. So this is a history lesson that is answering your question, dear listener. And also knowing that the United States government is in a soul crisis and wants to transform. And it's going to transform whether uh, who's ever in charge of it or not. <laughs> and so we the people remember this country in its preamble, we the people in order to form a more perfect union. So read that preamble. It's a very powerful declaration of independence. How can we declare independence uh, and to possibly even self-govern, govern in smaller communities so that we can take care of each other and we don't need the big brother vibration possibly of a government? So these are the questions we want to ask. Don't be afraid to ask them. Get curious and open your mind to other realities that have more of a humanitarian vibration. That's where we want to be directing our creative energy into the greater good. How does this serve the good of all? Okay, now we're going to come back a little bit closer to the next planet, Neptune. Neptune, our uh, planet of our uh, transpersonal experience, it's our of a soul nature as well. Neptune was discovered during the time of the ending of slavery in America. Neptune was discovered during the fall equinox of 1846. So now we have this Pluto cycle from 1776, where we discovered the vibration of Pluto in 1930. Now we go into Neptune that was, we're looking at the time frame of 1846. This was the time of the Mexico and American wars. <laughs> Are you, is your mouth open at this point? Isn't that interesting? So let's take a look at what's been happening in our country since 2016 about the issues of the wall and the current immigration issues with Mexico. Doesn't that kind of feel reminiscent of a repeat of the Mexico-American wars? Not saying we have to go that way, but just look at the players who have resurfaced again from 1846. Now let's move in a little bit closer to Uranus. And Uranus is the planet of great awakenings. It's actually one of the power planets of the United States because we started through the energy of revolution. And Uranus is the planet of revolution. So the last time Uranus, well, Uranus is currently in Taurus, the sign of Taurus. The last time Uranus was in Taurus was during the Great Depression. So notice how we have a repeat when Pluto with the stock market crash, Uranus and Taurus during the Great Depression. Now that of the 1930s, this was the time of Franklin Delano Roosevelt, the president of four terms, <laughs> which they changed that role to two terms. So we don't know if it's a possibility that there's someone else in the White House that could possibly go longer than two terms. We don't know. It's a repeat. So FDR created the New Deal, the Workers Program Ass Assistance Program, right? So we have the New Deal. What else do we have circulating in the political fields? 
the Green Deal. Isn't that an interesting uh, double take? So FDR created through the New Deal, the WPA that built the roads and the bridges and was a result of the disparity of the times when there was unemployment, nobody had jobs, nobody had money. It was a depression. So here we are again. We have uh, a global experience that's shutting down businesses. People's jobs are disappearing. There's not an opportunity for a lot of people to be employed if they're in the hospitality service and different kinds of uh, areas of employment that are now non-existent. So notice how many today are beginning to discover that they don't have jobs or that they need alternative opportunities to make a living, like to buy food and pay their rent and the basic needs of survival, which is a very Taurus energy. So unemployment is a theme repeating itself. And again, the big brother of government says, I'll show up and give you help, right? <laughs> Always showing up to give us help. And sometimes we look at that and go, hmm, why? Right? Because when you dive a little bit deeper into the rabbit hole, there is, you know, part of agendas at work that uh, there's factions that create chaos so they can create order out of it. And sometimes those that bring the order are also the orchestrators of the chaos. So it's good to inform yourself, talk to people, open your mind so that you can get more information and more knowledge because knowledge is power. It raises your vibration. Okay, so back to Uranus, <laughs> the planet of revolutionary change. Now Uranus was, dis guess when Uranus was discovered? It was discovered during the time of the Revolutionary War in 1781. So I looked up, well, what was happening in 1781? As you know, we looked at 1846 with the Mexico-American Wars, we looked at 1930 with the stock market crash, and now 1781, what I discovered was this was the time of one of the greatest battles by George Washington, <laughs> the Battle of Yorktown. So if you're a history buff, definitely go and research your knowledge around the Battle of Yorktown. This was when General Cornwallis of the British Army surrendered to General George Washington at Yorktown, Virginia ending the armed struggle of the Revolutionary War. So here we have a war uh, that's ending. Now, I coincided this with a Sabian symbol that is in play at this time. This is coming from the nodal waves of destiny. Now, the nodal waves of destiny are in have been in Cancer Capricorn octave. There's a south node and a north node. The north node's been in Cancer where we're you know, moving towards this soul destiny. And the South Node's been in Capricorn where we're unraveling the past. And if you've been following me for a while and other astrology people, you know that there's been a ton of stuff happening in Capricorn. So the nodal wave is approaching the end of its time in this Cancer Capricorn octave of the last 18 months. And they go backwards, so they go in retrograde motion. So we started 18 months ago at Cancer 29 degrees, which was Daughters of the Revolution. And we're ending it at Cancer 1, lowering a flag and raising a new one. <laughs> so here we have George Washington uh, ending the Revolutionary War, taking down the British flag and flying the USA flag. 
And the ending of the Cancer Nodal Wave is happening at the end of May this year, 2020. And we are signaling to look at the symbol of lowering a flag and raising a new one. So very interesting. And we'll be talking more about that in May. And so the shift that is coming at the end of May as the nodal wave moves into Gemini Sagittarius. So with the Sabian symbol, we are seeing that there is a change in regimes happening right before our eyes. And to me, it's very fascinating to watch. So let's get back to your question. What do I do? (laughs) So that's the backdrop. So remember, knowledge is power. It raises your vibration. It gives you, uh, uh, it deepens your roots into understanding what's happening so that you can make positive and powerful choices for yourself. So I just want you to to open up your mind to just considering the idea that there are multiple agendas at play right now, just like there's multiple big cycles of Uranus, Neptune, Pluto, the nodal waves happening. So just know that um, the multiple agendas at play, most of them are being orchestrated at very high levels behind the seams of the mainstream narratives. So just take that into your conscious awareness for a moment and go, wow, what if there's multiple agendas and they're being orchestrated at such high levels that I don't even know exist, (laughs) but they are orchestrating, you know, through the mainstream media to create a program for the rest of the people to follow. That's why it's good to question everything and go, huh? I'm going to think outside the box for a moment and just see what happens. So what I advise for you to do first is to take care of your own frequency. This is the most powerful thing we can do is tune into our own vibration, understand what is our frequency and raise it up. So you can raise your frequency through very easy Torian concepts, food, thoughts, exercise, emotions, and your spiritual intent. And that can be like prayer, faith, uh, focus, affirmations, whatever you, how you connect to that spiritual power. Focus on increasing this power and increase within you on a daily basis. So food, what's the highest vibrational food I can consume and put in my body? What are high vibrational thoughts that I can be focusing my creative attention upon? What's a high vibrational type of exercise that I can move my body? And sometimes it is not cardio in the form of the gym or running. It could be dancing, your favorite type of dance. Remember, because food or fun, the frequency of fun is really high, high powered. What types of higher emotions can I experience that will lift my vibration? And of course, always your spiritual energy is always going to be so powerful, and especially when it comes from your heart. Focus on increasing the power of your immune system and make sure that you have solid, grounded healthcare routines in place, especially now if your routines have been have been um, upended and you are now in home and you have to get new routines in place. Make sure you really give them and honor them their special due because they are going to be how you set your vibrational tone. So increase your healthcare routines on a daily basis. Another thing you can do is increase your skills and plan for the future. Is there a skill that you need to develop, would like to develop, something that calls to your heart? 
It could have to do with art that has been part of you that maybe has not been given attention to or been diminished in some way. Now's the time to revive it. Planning for your future is getting yourself out of debt and clearing your mind of worry, stress, and fear. So when we let go of things that maybe don't matter to us now because we're simplifying our lives, maybe instead of two cars, you have one car. Maybe instead of a car payment, you buy a car that has no car payment. You know, simplify your needs. And you can look to see like, well, how can I clear my debt But my debt if I'm releasing stuff that I no longer find value in or that doesn't really matter to my happiness? Another thing you could do is gather together and share your knowledge, your resources, and your nurturing love. This is the time of the pod mind, not the hive mind. <laughs> I'm going to repeat that. This is the time of the pod mind, like a dolphin pod, not the hive mind. And so the dolphin pod mind has to do with increasing our abilities to be telepathic and to have this kind of oneness vibration of what's good for me is good for others. And what's good for others is good for me. It's kind of like the three musketeers energy, all for one and one for all. So focus on your joy, your creativity, and increasing vitamin love. <laughs> Get yourself to 51% to tip your scales of what is possible in the reality that you are creating for you. Remind yourself that all is well and all is working out better than you could ever have imagined on a daily basis. Affirm this with your speech, your thoughts, and your behaviors. Stay tuned into what is taking place because everything is changing and morphing by the day. So stay tuned with Lunar Ladies. This is where you're going to get the top-notch insights and information that can help you maneuver and navigate this brave new world. So the more we focus and mass on the positive, the more these timelines can be anchored in the physical world that are in service to the greater good. Stay connected with Lunar Ladies to what I like to say, receive the real, <laughs> what is really going on and how you can thrive and soar to your highest heights. So thank you, dear listener, for your question and providing this opportunity to share uh, from such a deep place what we can do individually and collectively to create a future that works. So if you would like to send a listener question to be read on future podcasts, send me an email to hello at lunarladies.com with listener question in the subject line. Remember, there are no wrong questions. So send to me what is on your mind and what the frequency you would like to know. Thank you for joining me this week on WTF, What the Frequency. Visit us at LunarLadies.com to find out more about the Libra full moon. Check us out on Instagram and Facebook at Lunar Ladies Club. Make sure you're signed up on our email list so that you will never miss a show. Thanks for listening and see you in two weeks for the New Moon in Taurus Earth Day podcast.